Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. God will generously provide all you need then you will always have everything you need here goes the key and plenty left over to come on share with others see god wants to bless us not just for us but to share with other people that's the way we do it so hashtag this and put it on facebook and twitter and all if you can get in between all the twitters that are coming from the white house just put it on there be generous to god and he will be generous to you. People are selfish. From the time we're babies, we always want what we want when we want it, usually now. (laughs) Being a servant of God requires that our thinking and focus be inverted. That's why we need the Holy Spirit living in us, changing us from the inside out. Pastor Mark is continuing his teaching about getting free from the thinking patterns of the world system so that we can begin living like God wants us to. He will be speaking about generosity and our need to begin to trust God more than ever so that we can be used by God to spread the message of His salvation to everyone. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in John chapter 8 with his continuing series called Free to Live as God Intended. How could we believe the forgiveness, but not the giving part? That's because we simply do not trust God. And who is the one that suffers? You. Because God wants to be generous to you in all of those areas, but you refuse to simply trust God. There's no other reason. Our selfish nature steps up, Satan steps up, and we simply don't do it. Now, look at verse 7. Each man, each woman, should give what he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. That word cheerful means hilarious. Can you imagine if someday we just pass that off and people laughing like crazy? We just love to give to God because if I love to give to God, guess what's going to happen? Ooh, it's going to be come back to me, even more so. Now, when you think about that, let's break that verse. You have the verse right in front of you. How does this start? Each man, each woman should give. So what does that mean? Every Christian should give. Give of your time, your talents, your money, your possessions. Give of yourself. Every person's, no exceptions. You can go down the road. Well, I don't give. Well, no, you were commanded to give. Well, I don't give. No, no, no. You're commanded to give of your life. Every one of us. We're to be givers, not just takers. Now, next, everyone is to give the amount they decide in their where? 
in their heart. So it's a heart issue. Now, why is it a heart issue? Because the law of giving is, if I'm generous with God, I know in my heart, he's going to be generous back to me. So that's why I have to decide. Now, think about that. Where, notice what it says. Don't give reluctantly or give under compulsion. We are never to give to God because you feel like you have to. If you leave here this morning and you go, man, Pastor Mark got me right between the eyes. <laughs> Some of you aren't laughing, but I did get you right between the eyes. All right, Pastor Mike, next week I'll start giving. Because you said so. No, I didn't say so. God said so. And if you give that way, let me tell you this. Second, you should never give because someone pressures you to give. In the old days, sometimes in the church, we did it wrong. These are, I haven't seen this in years and years and years, but some churches still do it. They'll have a thermometer. Okay, nothing wrong with that. I'm not talking about it. But what it does is it kind of, you come in, there's a thermometer read. Well, when's it going to go up to here? When's it going to go up to here? And then I've been in churches way, way back. Never, not my dad's church, but other churches. I've been there. Now, anybody like to give $1,000? You just stand. And that person stands. Everybody goes, wow. Look at that person. No, that's not right. Giving is in secret. It isn't open. And I'll guarantee you this thing. Maybe you're new today. I've been doing this for 25 years as a pastor of this church. You will never hear me ever try to force you to give. If I try to force you and coerce you to give, all kinds of false kind of things up here, you know, we're really hurting. <laughs> Let me tell you, if you can't give joyfully, here's what I'm going to tell you this morning. Some of you are going to love to hear this. If you can't give joyfully, don't ever give. Don't give to this church. By the way, God doesn't need your money. Hello, he has it all. Don't ever, I'm serious, from the bottom of my heart, if you give because you have to or you feel your pressure to, never give. Never give. You'll never hear me coerce you. Because it has to be from the heart. And we're just told, don't do it that way. That's why I obey it. You'll never hear me pressure you, ever. Ever. Well, Pastor Mark, how often do you teach on giving? Well, pretty much every week. You know that's not true. Come on, why aren't you laughing? Is this like the only sermon I have? Of course not. Pastor Mark, are you real serious? I'm very serious. Because if you give with the wrong motive, you get nothing back. He wants a cheerful giver. Now, why should I be a cheerful giver? Because absolutely everything I have is God's. Your breath one day We'll be cut. And you're gone. That means God's done with us. We're all going to face it. I'm blessed. I have breath right now. So I can teach you the truth. Now, I want you to head over and think about this to 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need. Here goes the key. And plenty left over to, come on, share with others. See, God wants to bless us, not just for us, but to share with other people. That's the way we do it. So hashtag this and put it on Facebook and Twitter and all. If you can get in between all the Twitters that are coming from the White House, just put it on there. Be generous to God 
and he will be generous to you. Turn to your neighbor and say, if I'm generous with God, God will be generous to me. Come on, tell him right now. Just say, that's what's going to happen. Now, Jesus spoke a lot about giving. Giving with generosity. Turn to your Bibles, Luke chapter 6. You see where it is, Matthew, Mark, Luke. This is Jesus speaking. Now watch what he does. Give, verse 38, give and it will be given to you. Sounds very familiar, doesn't it? A good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over will be poured into your lap. That's a picture of a person going to the market and getting some seed or any kind of kind of uh, uh, food, and it's packed down in that, and they would basically have a kind of a uh, uh, an outfit that had a, a kind of a bag here, right here, and they would just pack it down. And so, if they were generous with that person and gave them the right, it just gets packed down, packed down, packed down. Now, watch what it happens. Look at the last part of the verse. For with the measure you use. It will be measured to you. In other words, the New Living Translation says this. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. So let me give you an illustration. If I give generously of my time, my talents, my life, and and, and my possessions, and my money. If I give generously to God. Let's say this is generous. What am I going to get back? Can I, fill the, can I fill this baby right up? Of course. If I'm generous with God, what's he going to do? He's going to be generous with me. Packed down, right to the full, no fakey places, and doing what? Pouring over. It's going to run over the side. Do you get it? It's called what? Generous. So if I do this, if I'm generous with God... You can't ever outgive God. He's going to pour back to you. But not just for us, but for others. So this is generous. You see it? Now, is there a difference? If I give like this and I give like this, is there a difference in the return? You might hear, that's about it. He said, Pastor Mark, yeah, that, that's great in farming. No, he's not talking about farming. He's talking about giving of ourselves. Do you get the difference? It's exactly the same as the first illustration. That's why Jesus said this. It is, finish it for me. It is more blessed to give than Hello? Well, Pastor Mark, I understand that, but I don't believe it. That's your problem. Because it's a thousand million times true. Because in the Bible. And the reason we don't is because we don't trust God. But I can trust him for everything else. I just can't trust him in that area. Now, when you see that, this principle applies, as I said, to not just our money, but our time, uh, our, our talents, all of those kind of things. Now, I want you to turn to Romans chapter 12. You'll see where it is in a moment. Romans chapter 12. And I want you to see what Paul says. Now, in the book of Romans, 
the first 11 chapters are talked about all the blessings God gives us over and over and over and over and over again. And one of those, like in Romans chapter 8, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ. I never have to feel condemned because I have God with me. And as you think about that, Paul is, is moved to chapter 12, and he's going to use a little word to start it. Look at it, 12.1. He says the word, therefore. And it means, since God has been so good to you, and bless you in those 11 chapters, all those benefits. Therefore, let's read it. Therefore, therefore, I urge you, brothers, sisters, in view of God's mercy, his kindness and goodness to you, to offer your bodies, my body, my soul, my spirit, all of me, as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Well, Pastor Mark, why does God want me to offer my body, soul, and spirit my whole life as an offering to him? What is that all about? That's like weird. No. When you became a Christian, you trusted Christ, and he forgave you of your sins. And the moment you became a Christian, he gave another gift. The person... God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity lives in us. If you're a Christian this morning, you have God the Holy Spirit in you. He's in there for lots of reasons, to direct your life, to be a comfort to you, a million reasons. And he lives with you every day. Now, when that happened, how did that happen? What does that have to do with me offering myself back to God? Well, here's the verse. Look at what Paul writes. Now, interesting... Paul starts this truth by saying this. Don't you realize? Because the people he was teaching, many of you, will not realize the truth of this fact. Watch it. Don't you realize that your body, now that you're a Christian, is a temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given freely by God to you. So look at me, look at me. My body today is the temple of who? God. My body, the Holy Spirit, he lives in me. So my body, my soul, my spirit, I'm the temple of God. God lives in me. Now watch this. You do not belong to yourself. Turn to your neighbor and just say, you don't belong to yourself. Come on, come on. You don't belong to myself. Pastor Mark, I do too. My wife tells me that, but I, what do you mean I don't belong to myself? Well, let's finish it. You don't belong to yourself for God bought you. He owns you. He owns everything. For God bought you with a high price. How much did he pay for you? He paid for his son to go to the cross and die for you. See, the ultimate giver is God. God so loved the world that he gave. And because you're a Christian, you receive forgiveness because of God's generosity. Now let's look at this verse again. Right at the bottom, watch what he says. Because of all of that, I'm the temple of God and God forgave me because he paid for my forgiveness in my heaven because of Christ. So you 
must honor God with your body. So I don't own myself. I'm to honor God. Now, what does that look like? I'm going to show you some things this morning. And you'll have to pray with me. Remember, we started with this. Remember? And I had another surprise for you. So pray for me that I can do this. Okay? Just pray for me. We'll see what happens as we move along. Keep praying. Okay. Do you got it? Now, what did the scripture say? Get in the bag. No, the scripture says I have to what? Offer. He would never force you to get in here. I have to offer myself. Well, what is myself? Well, I have here just represents my time, my talents, and my possessions. What am I supposed to do? Is that part of me? Yes. So what does God want? Am I right? Yeah, because I don't own myself. God owns all of that. Now, is God happy with that? Yes. But he's not really happy with that. There's more. I know, Pastor Mark. I knew you'd get there. I told you we'd have fun. Is God happy with that? Yes. Is that it? No, that isn't it. Actually, the Bible says this. The first thing that you have to do is offer yourself. I must offer myself to God. All of that comes with it. He doesn't just want your money. Why would he want your money? He doesn't need your money. He doesn't need your time. He's outside of time. He doesn't need your gifting. But he wants you. Because when I say to God, I'm all in. It includes everything. Do you get it? You can't say, I'm all in and not give. How could you say that? I'm all in, God. Whatever you want to do with me, I'm yours. That's the way it works. See, these things are automatic. It's a no-brainer. Because everything I have, including me, is a gift from God. Now, when you see all of that, thank you, Lord, (laughs) without tripping. Now, when you see that... That's my wife sewing. She sewed that bag up for me. I practiced at home. I did all kinds of stuff. Okay. Without my shoes, with my shoes, all of that. So here's what I want you to write down. First, give God every part of your life. God, my life is yours. I'm all in. You have every part of me. And that really means that I kind of have to say that every day. Because I want to do my own thing. 
You you want to do your own thing. No, I'm not going to do that. So if I'm learning to be generous with everything that I am and have, these are gifts from God in the first place. How could I not be? It, It makes sense to offer our bodies, our money, our time, our possessions. God wants to use that, me, in that bag with everything I am, all my gifts, as an instrument to accomplish his purpose. And what is his purpose? To have as few people go to hell as possible. And most people go to heaven because heaven was designed for people. Hell was never designed for people. It was designed for Satan and the demons. But people go there because they refuse to put their faith and trust in God. Well, we got all that done. So here comes the difficult question. Well, Pastor Mark, how much should I give? Of my time and talents, and of course, my money. How much should I give? Well, what is generous? I'm going to try to answer that for you. But I want you to write three things down so it'll make sense to you. And it'll be easy. It's not difficult. It's, it's very clear. Here we go. Number one. Management of our financial resources. I'm talking basically financial now. Involves three types of giving to God. I still give my time, my talents, all those things. When I study every week, I'm giving my time. And you allow me to do that because you pay for me. I study and I give my time and my mind and all of that to God. So tithes, 10% of our income off the top. That's what tithe is. Now, let me just say this to you. There's two options I'm going to give you this morning. Some of you, when you hear the word tithe, you're very knowledgeable. That's Old Testament, Pastor Mark. I don't believe in it at all. No problem. No problem at all. I'm going to tell you what I believe, but no problem at all. I'm going to give you the second option. So there's two options when we come to finances. But look at the first one. 10% of our income off the top given to the local church. People don't understand that. Now, and I'll show you that in a moment when God gives us a principle. If you watch Chow Stanley or David Jeremiah or used to watch Adrian Rogers, any of those people, anybody that has a a really good Christian church and is on, they're well-known all over the world and that kind of stuff, here's what they'll tell you. We need your generous offerings. Look at the second one. Offerings, free will gifts as God directs, support missions, TV programs, other Christians, Christian products. We need your offerings. But make sure you give your tithes to your local church. But many people say this, well, I have a hurting person over here, so I'm going to give my offering to there, but it's really my tithes, so I'm not giving my tithes, I'm going to give it to them. No, that's not right. Because if tithes don't come here, there's no way for this church to function. There's no way to have an ministry. So, number one, 10% off the top. Now, remember, 10% off the top is proportional. If you make $100,000, or if you make $5,000 is proportional. Beginning to think of God first and then others rather than of ourselves first is quite a challenge. As Pastor Mark said, God is waiting for us to throw our trust on Him. Then we will see God use us and work through us to accomplish His goals in our lives and to see His influence spread outward from us into the people that we give ourselves to. 
There's so much to learn from Pastor Mark's current series, so be sure to join us again. In the meantime, we'd like to offer you a CD copy of today's message for your own archives or for you to share with friends and family. Visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com and click on Order a Message at the top of the page. There you'll be asked for the mailing information and be sure to include today's date. Each CD costs $5 to cover materials and shipping. Again, to order your CD copy, visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com. Next time, Pastor Mark will be wrapping up the series, Free to Live as God Intended. He will speak more about God's law of giving and our need to be generous with everything we have. We will learn what tithes and offerings are supposed to be and why we should give them. We'll also learn more about the importance of having the right attitude when we give. Well, that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. From all of the production team here at Lessons for Living, we want to say thank you for tuning in. And may God bless you. And together, let's do life right. In a hurting world, a new hope he is given.